I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Contrary to common assumptions about childbearing and welfare, many black migrants compensated for the disadvantages they faced by cutting back in every way that they could, most notably by having fewer children than the Eastern and Southern Europeans arriving at the same time. Ida Mae, for example, bore no children after the one she carried in her belly from Mississippi at the age of 25, despite the many fertile years she spent in the North. She and her husband could not afford another mouth to feed. It turned out that during the first three decades of the Great Migration, fertility rates for black women migrants from the South were actually among the lowest of all newer arrivals to the North, according to Lieberson's compilation of census data. In 1940, for the 15 to 34 age group, item A's at the time, there were 916 children per 1,000 black women as uh against 951 for australians 1030 for russians 1031 for poles 1176 for hungarians 1388 for italians czech women were virtually tied with black women 923 children per 1000 children the disparities only widen with age among those in the 45 to 54 age group central and eastern european immigrant women had born in some cases twice as many children per thousand as black migrant women in the north in 1940 um and then they go to the numbers again um so yeah one of the things about this that's interesting is uh well first of all hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a tuesday i think it's tuesday i i feel like it's um, tuesday because ray's supposed to be on tomorrow and that's a wednesday i done lost track of the week it's been a bit it's been a hectic ass week for real though okay um but yeah so um tuesday is today and uh that excerpt is from the warmth of other sons um which i've been talking about on the show for a while now um the thing i wanted to say was that um uh it's interesting because it combats all the negative narratives about black people from the south and kind of about immigrants in general but at this point in time it was black people moving basically from the south to the north immigrating within their own country essentially um you know you know the negative stereotypes they're lazy they don't have jobs they don't want to work they just subsist off the government they just sit around having children all day out of wedlock all this stuff and in the statistics um show it was the direct opposite yeah don't nobody give a fuck about statistics the second we was the second we was quote unquote free we were lazy well yeah and it's interesting because well we was lazy when we were slaves too according to the white people that had to beat us come on um you want to know what's interesting about this though is that how many black people have lived with this type of anti-blackness self-hate uh hatred from um the outside that that makes us you know believe this how much of respectability is about the fact that we think black people are these things or we don't want to appear to be these things um and it keep creates a vacuum where we don't we're not even able to love ourselves because we're always constantly fighting against this we can't imagine a world where it doesn't matter what white people think about us you know right and then people that truly live like that are constantly criticized for not caring yeah and then think about and 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 i'm not saying you shouldn't care because um it's like me telling you people are shooting guns outside and not care about it you know these are death these are life killing things that are happening and think about the laws that are passed think about the way black neighborhoods are policed as opposed to white neighborhoods think about property value 
how it decreases when black people move in how government resources dry up when it comes to black oh we aren't sending anyone to clean that we don't you know we're not paving the roads all of a sudden right now now when you pave the roads clean pick up the trash and all that stuff in a white neighborhood and it stays pristine we attribute that to whiteness like that's what white that is good whiteness does that of course white people are clean when you cease to do these things in black neighborhoods we attribute that to blackness as uh as a pathology like black people don't clean their shit like if black people would stop littering you know that type of thing so i remember don lemon during his coon days uh had this seven things that bill o'reilly was right about and nine seven things more and one of his things was about black people not picking up the trash in their neighborhoods and shit you know just complete coonery and it was like okay so we just gonna ignore the systemic parts of this you know and i understand the idea of hey i just care so much about us fuck the systemic issues we need to just do we know they ain't coming to help so we got to help each other i do understand that mentality but you know thinking about how far back this pathology goes against black people you know you're talking about the 40s the 50s the 17s the roaring 20s and all that shit and and you got you know little and keep in mind this data had to be collected this data like so you have these stereotypes for years and we're going i don't see that around me black people are hard working black people are some of the most family values traditional people because of religion and stuff like that yeah a lot of times too with um black people and y'all know them and y'all are some of them you would literally go without before you fucking sign up for any goddamn government assistance yeah like you would be like fuck it we just ain't gonna have no lights so fuck it we just gonna have to be behind even though there's services out there that like we can assist you fuck it we just we guess what the meal today gonna be a gonna be a nap nigga you know here's some water we'll we'll try to figure it out next week next month you know mama the water out well baby i don't know here's some water bottles keep it pushing the lights out you better like them candles up you know the car broke you will fucking go without like and that's the thing that fucking frustrates me because i was like do you know how many niggas work two and three sometimes four jobs just so they don't have to get fucking assistance yeah i saw um like what like i saw an article today that said there was this black woman who she's a mother of 11 kids and she didn't have a job and you know people were shaming her and in, in like 11 kids are so irresponsible you ain't got no job you know that type of shit and the thing i kept thinking was like if this was octomom they have fucking shows about how many goddamn kids they have right like we would we wouldn't even waste time with the or i shouldn't say we wouldn't waste time that's not true let's be fair we wouldn't waste as much time blaming this woman for the situation that she's in we'd be like this is a person needs help what about those children and that's not just white people that say that shit that's us too you know like there's a a level of empathy we're not capable of having for each other sometimes or even a level of just leaving people to fuck alone to their own devices you know we're not able to do sometimes and uh it made me think about that because you know children are a dream of a lot of people yes to have to give that up you know what i'm saying to come to the north and say white supremacy and judgment and the lack of resources up here coming out of slavery coming out of sharecropping coming out of the jim crow south i'm in the north now the land of bountiful freedom but not 
really for me my ice is a little bit thinner to skate on so i'm not gonna have that child i'm not gonna get that house i'm not gonna like i have to make sure everything i do is a hundred percent on board because this the the cold north city could still spit you up and chew you and throw you out just like that so you know it's just interesting because we think of the north as like the promised land or this uh these this bastion of freedom this place where black people go to get equality and essentially you know there was no equality there either you still you had to give up shit just to make a living right and 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 it's amazing even till today how people have this this thought process about the north and the south and and about uh you know out west and shit like that when truth be told racism is all over across this fucking country (coughs) fucked up laws have been passed all across this fucking country they really have um and the thing is the other places quote unquote they weren't really we don't want no slaves it was like we just don't have slaves here if they had slaves there, it wouldn't have been a motherfucking problem. You know, it's one of those things where people act like, you know, them white people up north wouldn't down south a lot of and migrated up there, them same country bunkins that was down here with the slaves. A lot of them moved up there too. You know, so it's just one of those things where, uh, you're other. You're othered. Right. And, you know, if you're othered, you're not white. And, I, and this is the way this country has always been structured. And so, you know, to me, particularly being down south, it's very frustrating when you talk to people in their ignorance and, and their stupidity when it comes to other parts of the country. In some places they've never been in in their life, they just make these stupid-ass assumptions. Yeah, um, you know, uh, one of the stories in uh, in uh, in The Warmth of Other Sons is about a doctor who went out to California so he could practice. And he goes to California, and I think it's in, like, Arizona, he, you know, he, he stops and according to arizona hey no jim crow you know uh no segregation so he tries to go to a hotel and they say um yeah uh full and it's obvious what's happening it's like oh this this is not vacant for me it's no vacancies for black go to another hotel same thing he was so embarrassed at that point he's like i'm not gonna stop until i get to california but how do you, you got to sleep and this is back in the day before you had highways so he this is all back roads local roads you got to use a map to get from place to point a point b so and it was dangerous even to the idea like i can't you can't sleep in a parking lot at a hotel or pull over somewhere because you're still black in the middle of fucking nowhere anyone could pull up on you police could pull up on you now you loiter now you're in jail like um it was a harrowing experience to think about you know that shit but here was this place that was not the south right you know he got to california and he was so scared like he walked he went into a walked up to a black man it's, you see this scene play out in like harriet uh the movie um he walked up to a black person like okay now where can i sleep and he said well any of these hotels if you have money just go to the hotel and he said i think you know are there black hotels and like a black place to stay and the man was like you're in california now you're in like la you can go to any of the hotels they will let you in he still was so shaken by what happened to him 
he he requested to go to a black uh bed and breakfast and that's where he took him and that's where he stayed and got freshened up and all that stuff and i think after that maybe he then went to a, a hotel to check in but you know and then when he went to vegas vegas used to be whites only vegas the whole like vegas not uh <laughs> you know what i mean not like this this one casino was whites only the whole, whole fucking thing the whole strip to take people's money because it's a big fleecing they didn't want black dollars you know the, the the presence of black people was too much for vegas the sin city but not black people you know um and he had to get a hookup just to get in vegas but anyway all that stuff to say like um the idea from racist white people mostly but also from some black people who already resided in the north there was a lot of judgment coming towards those coming from the south there was this assumption that the worst of the south came to the north and every fact every statistic every number shows the exact opposite the people who came north were the people that were the most sure they could make it right nobody was coming up there they, they on didn't a think whim. they could survive it was like i'm trained i'm skilled many people are they're family Highly educated they're married many people uh the man will have to come up first and it's sin for the wife mm-hmm. stuff like that so you know it's it's amazing thinking about you know the things that were assumed and we had to get data <laughs> to prove some of these things and not all this stuff is just the racist stuff that white people think some of this shit is stuff we think and i'm glad that there's data now to prove it and you know it's going to continue to be this way you know till we die right and most every place in america even some of your major quote-unquote black hubs wouldn't always these black chocolate metropolitan areas of course not you know uh it it, some of them evolved and changed from white flights a Mm -hmm. lot of times and all of a sudden more brown people the white people lead they go out to the suburb and all of a sudden you got atlanta all of a sudden you know you have the these places that now you know you let history tell it it's always been black no no sir no sir no sir white people will have always been there first and they left yeah dc is like that um but uh yeah that's uh that's uh the warmth of other suns uh our uh excerpt for the day guys hopefully you enjoyed that butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow um speaking of which man we might and i mean it's still in the early planning stages we'll see how it works out but we might be doing something with all this black history reading um in february in Mm -hmm. charlotte so we'll let y'all know there might be uh a chance for people to come through and uh hang out with us and talk Mm -hmm. about black history and books and stuff mm-hmm. so we keep y'all informed well, guys let you know um all right uh let's get into the show um what did i want to start off with uh 
gonna ask you There's something that I wanna know Into this question You have the answer So tell me What I wanna know Do you wanna funk? Do you wanna funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna funk, let me show you how. Do you wanna funk with me? Do you wanna funk with me? All right, let's get into LGBTQ news, y'all. It's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, not much of it good but we talks about it anyway here yes we do jk rowling who you guys may know from such books as harry potter and the sorcerer's stone mm-hmm. and harry potter and the the other stuff and the other books <laughs> harry potter and and the, the encyclopedia brown or whatever i don't know all them potters and uh there's like seven books in that series yeah and fantabulous uh, magical creatures and where yeah. they be hanging at and where to find them uh and where they be flying mm-hmm well she's always had like a kind of one foot in one foot out with the fan base and with the uh, twitter i always you know and it's hard to tell to be frank because some of these artists it's like their fan bases kind of hate the people that created the thing they love you know That's i see weird. it with star wars and george lucas and now star wars and disney and you know sometimes it's like i can never tell because i'm not in the fan base Mm -mm. but i've always heard rumblings of like she ain't really you know the wokest or she'll do shit like she won't write specific stuff dialogue and and scenes for characters but then she'll announce on like twitter or in an interview eight years later like oh did you guys know hermione is actually gay or something right. like and people, and people like, are like what right what devil in the book what the fuck yeah. are you talking about dumbledore is gay when did why didn't you have any fucking thing in the book that refers to that right and then um you know so so it's like this retconning type thing um and it could have been you know to be frank frank i know a lot of people were mad about it but i was like you know in a way it could be like almost revolutionary because you're saying you just fucking read a book about a gay person and it didn't come up because it would it would never come up in a book anyway and like you didn't explode you know the world didn't fucking end yes your hero is gay you know i could see like a a way to spin it that way but it didn't feel like that's what she was doing it felt like she was trying to get like these cookies on the back end like oh and by the way so-and-so was black and you're like then why didn't they why weren't they black in the movie and why didn't you just make her black and just say that you know so anyway that was a big thing that i saw people mad about but you know not my fan base not my table i'm i'm like i'm not really gonna get involved in the anger because i don't even really fuck with harry potter like that um well apparently um she finally went all in and uh got herself in trouble because she sides with the anti-trans activist um on on twitter yeah um yes the on twitter the former billionaire wrote former billionaire what happened to her money anyway she wrote uh that people can dress however they please call yourself whatever you like sleep with any consulting adult who'll have you 
she then wrote but force women out of their jobs for stating that sex is real with the and then she put the hashtag i stand with maya referring to british uh turf t-e-r-f which i believe is trans exclusionary radical feminist oh. and maya forstatter is her name now turfs are I, I think we may have briefly talked about them before on here okay but a turf is essentially somebody who says i'm a feminist but trans people are not uh like you can't there's no such thing as trans oh so so you kick them at the group you're either a man or a woman and they hate both uh trans men and trans women they say trans women are just men uh yeah period and and they're fetishizing whatever okay they say trans women are just uh trans men are just women who want access to male uh privilege um and so that's why they're pretending quote unquote to be men um they and they just don't even address non-binary people um right and it's a pretty widely held belief like it's not uh a small thing a lot of people think that this is protecting women it's and it's and it's right sad sadly and scarily it is right along the same lines of the scare tactics from republicans who say uh this is just a man in a dress you're gonna come in there and fuck your children in the bathroom because we gotta respect everybody and they always had like a picture or a meme or some big ass uh, dude with like bullshit they pull here to get that bathroom shit right exactly and so it kind of does capitalize on that fear now i'm sure it's more complicated than that because you know obviously uh there's this idea that men uh people with penises can be dangerous they can be dangerous to women in their spaces things of this nature so i don't want to like i'm not trying to be completely dismissive of that Mm -hmm. notion Mm -mm. but i also feel like policy wise and in execution if your shit just looks like you're being transphobic you're being transphobic you know what i mean it's like uh yes you can be uh fearful of the idea that you know as me as a black man like oh my god i hope this black guy doesn't rob me or something like that well that's a stereotype now you shouldn't hope anyone robs you but that's a stereotype you put on me and now i have to fucking deal with in my life but there's a you know um my neighbor who won't get out the car and then there's this person that won't hire me at a job you know to me they're those are both kind of like obvious like hindrances to my life but at the same time one is more like oh i'm doing this to protect myself and the other one is just kind of like fuck fuck big black dudes right so i can understand the con- the conflict um and trying to navigate all this stuff point being people have already thought jk Rowling was kind of on some bullshit hmm. this was like her like another like years ago she had like transphobic tweets and then her publicist came out and said oh no 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 she just a case of old and hitting the wrong buttons she don't like money do she because uh not too long ago i mean she gonna fuck around she's about to get some money out of me because i did not know in university they have like a whole fucking harry potter world like like a whole big ass area and i was like ooh, that would be someone nice for me and your mom and layla to go mm-hmm. down to do that because i know she's read the books and i'm reading the books and shit like that but i'm like mm, I, you, you kind of fucking that up for me yeah now the woman that she, maya forstatter that she uh the woman she's defending 
forced at her is attack now she is a literal transphobe like she has been well i'll get into it uh forced at her is a tax expert at the center of global development her employer decided not to renew her contract after they found offensive and exclusionary language about transgender people in her tweets including saying that men cannot change into women and that discrimination against transgender women hurts men feelings um she filed a complaint against her employer saying that her transphobia is protected uh under the uk's equality act a judge yesterday ruled that being transphobic is not a protected class and that her anti-transgender viewpoint creates an intimidating hostile degrading and humiliating or offensive environment and that is not worthy of respect in a democratic society so her employer had the right to let her go right now the difference is in the uk they actually have laws against this like racism transphobia homophobia these things are like legal like precedent yeah, in the united states yeah, yeah. right it's freedom of speech no uh, these motherfuckers it's only freedom of speech one when way the, right and only when the government like it's not even really freedom of speech like is the government trying to lock you up put you in prison for saying that no, no. okay well, then your freedom of speech has not been trampled and we truly don't have freedom of speech say fire in the crowd of theater see what happens and lock your ass up turfs in the uk have been arguing that they are real victims of a system it's, it's the religious right here it's uh i'm the real victim i said i didn't want to serve gay people in my business and now all of a sudden the government wants to come in and tell me what i got to do but that's my right that's yes because yeah. you're serving the fucking public i i do not understand people that have businesses that you serve the fucking public if not be private like if you want to have uh something where you don't allow people in because of your own bigoted views it's called a home get a home a private home and you can do whatever the fuck you want with who comes and goes out of that place there's nothing i can say to you about but when you open up a business that's supposed to serve everybody there's a bunch of fucking guidelines there's a bunch of guidelines that we have as a society that's like yo you can't just be out here like i don't like black people you know i know there's black people that'll make that dumbass argument or i like when they just tell me up front well cool that's actually still illegal and i guess i'm the one that's got to like help your dumb ass out and be like that shouldn't that's not okay that they did that to you just because you don't want better for yourself don't mean all of us got to accept your low ass bar (laughs) come on and suffer i'm not living like that fuck that shit um but yeah uh like i said this past january twitter users found out liking comments by terse who uh called transgender women men in dresses um and her publicist said she had a clumsy and middle-aged moment and holding her phone incorrectly accidentally like the comments shout out to your publicist the real mvp who was trying to clean that shit up who had to go out there and tell that that stupid lie that nobody believed um and she old and see now y'all y'all understand and of course it hurt a lot of her fans feelings Mm -hmm. but uh and and the maya forstatter the woman who you know originally was the you know the the transphobic person who got the support was extremely happy to have jk rowling on her side so that's sad man can't have no motherfucking heroes out there like mm-mm-mm. and this and it's so it's so weird like you said because like you can just not say nothing and people gonna keep fucking with your old stuff and taking your money she needed to let you know and maybe that's how much money she does have and she said well finally i don't give a fuck no more i'm not writing no more of these books i'm already mega fucking rich right they're constantly making movies off your shit you know you you have a whole fucking area at universal studios actually two parts of the two pieces that you have to pay separately to go into each piece you can't just pay a flat fee it's like its own little world like the lego world here's here's harry potter shit 
so i know you got paid for them to have the rights to that they paid you for that your books and then not only your books the audio books and then um i had uh got later one version where they'll take the books that she already did and i have an artist draw the drawing so that's another so it's about 45 fucking versions of this goddamn harry potter book going out here and on top of that and movies you're making all the fucking money yep um so i don't know man why she would choose to do that i mean well i know why she really does believe that uh, yes i mean that's the only thing i got for you you know it's just you know and I, for the people that you know do canceling and stuff they'll have to do you know do it for her uh let's talk about the opposite end of the spectrum Dwayne wade speaks on raising his son is uh actually raising his 12 year old i guess they updated this article um speaks on raising his 12 year old uses she pronouns nothing changes with my love um so he did an interview on the showtime sports podcast all the smoke with matt barnes and stephen jackson it's a great podcast it really is um and he opened up about the lgbtq community stating they're normal they're not even different everybody get used to it he said i had to look myself in the mirror when my son at the time was three years old and me and my wife started having conversations about us noticing that he wasn't on the boy vibe that zaire wade's other son was on and i had to look myself in the mirror and say what if your son comes home and he tells you uh he's gay what are you gonna do how are you gonna be how are you gonna act it ain't about him he knows who he is it's about you who are you i grew up with the same perspective as a lot of these people out here that are that's a little ignorant i grew up with a similar perspective he says and you meet people along the way that help you take those glasses off and put on some different ones look through life a different lens uh with a different lens that's what my wife has been able to do so it's been cool and then uh he also said uh his parenting responsibilities haven't changed yeah they born a certain way and you say they gonna be that way that's not life man i've watched my son from day one become into who she now eventually has come into you know what i'm saying and for me it all it's all about nothing changes with my love nothing changes with my responsibilities only thing i gotta know i gotta do now is get smarter and educate myself more you would think that would be the fucking standard but i applaud Dwayne wade specifically because it's not the fucking standard Mm-mm. you know and i'm not gonna be dismissive like well does everyone should be like that everyone should but like they ain't that ain't the reality Mm-mm. and i actually recognize and maybe it's because i am straight black male i recognize the hurdle that you have to overcome not just uh mentally but socially you know like he ain't like there's gonna be a lot of people that because they respect Dwayne wade they won't challenge what he's saying right and not in his face for sure agreed but they don't share this belief system and he's a part of that you know culture he's the most you know one of the that's the masculine culture right the mm-hmm. basket sports yeah, athlete man, the man. rich yes. married to gabrielle union like this is a dude that people think of as like you know one of the heights of what a man should be and to have somebody like this be like yeah uh fuck that bullshit loving your kid is what matters um is actually revolutionary in a world where you know there's people that wish they had that dad like Dwayne Wade that didn't say get the fuck out of my house or you disappointed me or you're dropping up on the side of the fucking road right this is a sin and all this shit not to mention 
if you guys are on social media you've seen the discussions you've seen the comment section you've seen the facebook posts and stuff a lot of people actively want this man to disavow his son publicly uh demonish his son admonish his son um like they really want this man to like to 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 just disavow this kid publicly yes publicly like they think it's a threat to them that he loves um actually i keep saying son but i'm out and i'm not sure because the interview they don't necessarily divine uh they kind of go back and forth for pronouns but people have publicly wanted Dwayne way to disavow their to hit his child right period to make them feel better at home about whatever the fuck decisions they have whatever bigotry they have they need this avatar of a celebrity to fucking come out and be like your bigotry i agree with yeah yeah i'm ashamed you know like when he takes pictures um and 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 the child is with them and not dressed as uh traditionally masculine people really leave comment little ignorant comments and shit under that blogs and websites and news places post the videos and go thoughts on this y'all okay with this shit like that stuff that you don't do for like straight kids ever you know they like you don't just post a beyonce post a picture with blue ivy we don't go y'all all all right with this you know and we know people come for blue ivy but even with that it's like well no that's obviously it's okay that she's hanging out with her mama and, and they all dressed up but it's only in this situation that's like no 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 we need to have a discussion about how this man treats his child he ain't being bigoted enough for us at home like that's insane but uh and also i love that that conversation happened between three straight black men because you got matt barnes there and you got stephen jackson there both icons of masculinity in their own ways from mm-hmm. being physically violent well you know that's a whole another different discussion but that's why how a lot of people measure like these are real bona fide g's everyone vouches for these dudes and they all just had that conversation and it wasn't no ha-has and jokes and shit you know like um even when there's other shows where people try to be like progressive normally when it's a black male show and you say something to the effect of what Dwayne Wade said it's a bunch of snickering a bunch of jokes yeah a bunch of you know because they ignorant yeah they get uncomfortable in their ignorance and they start doubting their own masculinity and how they're coming off looking and so as we talked about last week in one of the reading rainbow segments by Damon Young you have to deride the gayness the gay person the queer person you have to deride them because that's how you ensure your own masculinity is actually established i can't establish it in a situation where i'm not downing somebody else so i I really appreciate that conversation i really appreciate what 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 the ways are doing with their family i love how he gives gabby so much credit because let's be frank when a man is like that 99 percent of the time it is because a woman has come in there and said hey hey get your shit together this is important and let me explain and educate you on these topics you know it's one of the reasons i don't really knock the idea that people need to be educated and people just you know the, the attitude that folks get about shit it's like well i don't know about you there's a bunch of shit i didn't know until somebody told me uh, same now I, I understand if you want to mock the fact that they don't want to do the work 
cool that's a whole different story but the idea that people don't know everything nigga that's the way it fucking goes so anyway shout out to him um mm-hmm. and gabby and the whole family man that's uh that's such a dope example and i hope more people can set that um speaking of setting examples yg the rapper he apologizes to the lgbtq community says his old views in life were ignorant uh he kicked out the new year with an apology on wednesday the west coast rapper took to twitter to tell lgbt the lgbtq community he was sorry for his past in ignorance it's been brought to my attention that my old views on life was ignorant i apologize to the lgbtq community with a k he must be a crib uh, blood or something anyway forever coming across like that i was like i was anything but res- respectful and accepted love live love your life gang it's unclear what exactly prompted the apology and which old views yg was referencing and although we may never get the answer to those questions many fans applauded the rapper for his message mm-hmm. some suspect kilani who had something to do with the message that she identifies as queer yg and kilani confirmed their relationship back in september oh yeah that's for sure what it was so they were date. he's dating kilani and kilani is supposed to be like this woke kind of part of woke twitter as a black woman and i did see a whole lot of like acts to her and stuff of like how can you date this man he's been homophobic in the past he's been misogynistic in the past and all this stuff which i never know when that shit is okay i never know when that there's no rules to beyonce it. dating jay-z jay-z done said all kinds of wild shit in his rap it, it, it i don't know when it's okay and when it's not not nah, i mean shit let's keep it a thousand most black straight women are dating or connected to some man who's got done or said some homophobic shit yes almost fucking impossible yeah where you gonna find that needle in the haystack like let's be frank about that shit like that's kind of the under that's the job almost you're gonna have to deal with somebody that at the at minimum has had problematic past views right even if they grow and evolved and changed it was there at some period of time at minimum and if nobody's perfect then you know they're gonna continue to have some things that don't fit into your you know feminist agenda and shit like that's that's you know that's kind of give and take now hopefully you find somebody that's willing to listen learn educate or has already done all that work and it's like i'm already hip on this shit doesn't you know doesn't mean they're gonna be uh agreeable to every motherfucking thing you think but still you know there there's some merit there so i can see how you know but i did see the harassment that she experienced online when that relationship was confirmed and people were pissed with her um so him coming out and apologizing could have just been exactly that uh their status is current status is unknown right now as kalani posted a since deleted tweet last month claiming she was single so they may or may not even be together anymore maybe maybe all that pressure online worked and made her be like well we can't be together because i mean these motherfuckers are mad on twitter who knows they gonna does the day end with a why they mad yeah who knows man so um uh anyway um i did see a lot of people celebrating his apology though and 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 saying you know we need more black men like this and of course because the bar is very very low you know you take your wins where you get them right you know most motherfuckers in his position would be like man fuck them gay people i ain't saying shit i ain't never taking it back even if they changed they right. would never make a public statement right so um speaking of uh changes in public statements 
glad okay will honor pop and country singer taylor swift with this prestigious vanguard award at the 31st annual glad media awards okay swift joins the likes of britney spears demi lovato whoopi goldberg beyonce and jay-z jennifer lopez among others who have been recognized with the award for their support of the lgbtq community and equal rights the 30 year old has long used her stardom to stand up for equal rights during the 2019 lgbtq pride month swift wrote a letter to republican senator lamar alexander requesting that he support the equality act which would uh, provide the discrimination protections for lgbtq americans she also created a change.org petition urging others to support the equality act as well the petition has garnered more than 570,000 signatures the anti-hate themed music video for swift's platinum single you need to calm down features cameos from many proud members of the lgbtq community including ella degeneres laverne cox rupaul the queer eye cast and billy porter glad president and ceo sarah k ellis confirmed the news of swift being this year's honoree from boldly standing up against anti-lgbtq elected officials to shining attention on the urgent need to protect lgbtq people from discrimination through the equality act taylor swift proudly uses uses her unique ability to influence pop culture and promote lgbtq acceptance uh this award will take place april 16 2020 in los angeles good for her yeah you know what um real talk if you just were applauding yg and you turn your nose up at taylor swift take a look at yourself right how many people just did that right how many people oh this bitch mm-hmm mm-hmm yg put out the bare minimum of one tweet <laughs> without any specific utterance of any past action uh, taylor swift's biggest crime was remaining or at least allowing people to believe she remained neutral um for uh you know until really last year on lgbtq rights you know she wasn't a vocal supporter she wasn't an advocate and it's a it's a it's a shame because a lot of her support comes from the lgbtq community Mm -hmm. and of course it made people feel like well why are you are you not trying to own to promote us you're not trying to to be an ally you're not trying to like be vocal about your support of us why is that is it because you're afraid you're gonna lose these country music motherfuckers and shit like what exactly is it and so i do understand the pressure that people put on her but when people don't know how to take a win nope it worked you won she out here mad i don't understand because i think people would rather just be mad but like you, you you got the thing you wanted you you bent her ear you said hey man this shit is not good enough step the fuck up she steps the fuck up she getting an award for it and i you know like good for her as you said you know good for everybody i mean i can't think of anyone who's harmed by her being like vocally supportive in a way that she hadn't been before um and i kept and i keep going back to this point in the article that is small footnote but she's 30 that's it like people talk i maybe it's because she's been around so long like we watched her grow up but people talk about that woman like like she's she's, fucking 50 or something yeah they do like she like that's still kind of young to be learning and shit so yeah if i think if people um if people people should look at how they feel if they try to raise the and i think also people raise the bar for non-straight black men essentially when it comes to this shit you know if it was somebody else it'd be like that's how you supposed to be 
you know but i think that all this shit is positive now look there's a bunch of inner working dynamics and don't write in about it because i really don't want to get into it but i do understand most people there are people that go glad is just like white gayness and i totally understand uh is not you know gonna be good enough for some folks and all that stuff i don't know which white gay people and which white allies y'all would say deserves that pedestal as the person that supports enough um black specific gay stuff i don't know that you know i don't know enough about all the working of that but Mm-mm. um i do think that that's uh her her stepping forward um boldly stepping forward in 2019 is something that i can i can see why people would feel like they it needs to be uh rewarded and the whole point is to give her the award because you want to encourage other people that may have been scared right so a lot of people who are fucking scared who have good hearts and everything but they fucking scared and she could be an example to those people like stop being scared you know stop assuming that because you're not out here calling people slurs everyone knows you're not homophobic and let's keep that a thousand percent how many people listen to this show and that's how you are like you're you're i'm cool with gay people because i don't say anything quote unquote bad about them now am i going on my facebook page on my twitter and advocating for people's rights am i doing that am i fucking in conversation with people confronting their homophobia am i like wearing pride stickers do i have uh you know the bumper sticker on my car like am i inviting the confrontation you know what i'm saying are you doing that you know i'm not saying you're not doing it but are you doing that because that's what we're demand of these people that are celebrities and shit that they be out here fucking like risk it all you know like i know i have the fucking you know y'all uh equals all and equality nc bumper stickers and shit on my car i know i got my shit but you know if somebody and and maybe that's why my car scratched up i don't know uh, yeah, that might be why your why your shit scratched up another mystery to solve another right. time that shit came out of nowhere i was like the fuck is this but the point being like you know i think a lot of people try to like push something for celebrities that they don't necessarily do themselves Mm-mm, you and know demand don't write quote or, unquote normal people right or because they can do something on a smaller scale knowing that the backlash is a lot less they're like well celebrities should do it too and then we end up in the in the middle of this not applauding the people that fucking do the thing because i think the stick works but also the treat works you got to do both in my opinion hey you're not doing good enough and then when people step up hey good job yeah people don't we're in the age where people don't want to do that and all they do is just move the goalpost and i'll decide then you get people to like the fuck i'm doing this work for if y'all not even going to acknowledge it it's like if you have a physical trainer that the only thing they do is berate you you gonna stop going i did my nigga i did my (laughs) nigga i did i went to one of them crossfit workout shit Mm -hmm. one good time that woman was hollering and yelling at people i was like the fuck is this no don't be yelling at me right but if you but if they say like hey you gotta give more effort you gotta do this you gotta do that and then when you do it they go good job there's something to that method too same thing with teaching all this shit so i hope that uh you know i'm sure it'll be snark fast on twitter and shit but i really do think that people may be missed dropping the ball with this opportunity um 
to finally be like all right cool 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 like you ain't gotta like her become a fan or no shit but okay cool you did you did the thing yeah. okay keep it up and i think people do that because they want to permanently stay mad and if right. you acknowledge that somebody's done something good guess what you take off your a mad cloak you have to slid down for a split second and no lord have mer- lord don't put down your mad cape i also think hating people is just it's easier to be consistent on than to, yes, than, than to say I, okay i acknowledge that, that this person has moved on or grown up or whatever and then also you know i don't have to grow up myself and i don't have to move on if i can stay here so right and also i think uh the reason why that's consistent is and we talked about this before because there's something inside you just causing that burning that won't go out mm-hmm. that's all this is intern is internal flame within you that you can't put out because the thing is people that acknowledge the goodness you're not rewarded for that but if you're always mad the way social media is you're fucking rewarded for that people get dopamines from being rewarded from constantly being angry constantly being sad constantly being depressed people get this fixes on that thing like it's some people i've seen online this is what they professionally do and they're if you see them they have the same tune for the past 10 years nothing about them has changed all right let's get to some other news y'all uh smiling harvey weinstein arrives in new york city court with his walker ahead of trial pulling that old bill cosby i see yeah oh they get so i can't see they get, i need assistance they get so infirm when it's time for short the court ain't it is that a step i need to move around i mean Nurse. what other um is this is this appropriation of disabilities is that what's happening oh no like, is that what's happening is like they want some type of sympathy and shit like yes sir all of a sudden it's because I, I watched this uh documentary the i'm gonna take the name but it's something like the monster next door or something on netflix about a guy who worked in the nazi uh death camps and um <laughs> came to america and lived here for however many years and then someone discovered hey this guy's a fucking nazi and so they took him back to they extradited him to israel where he had to stand trial uh where he's accused of being you know ivan the terrible one of these nazis that was out here you know trying to kill uh killing jewish people and stuff uh i won't i'll spare you all the details and shit you can watch the documentary for yourself i did find it to be really good but um if when he so he gets essentially acquitted um because they can't truly prove that it's him and so he goes back to america but then lucky for us somebody later in life uh, i forget the senator's name but she comes along and she's like wait there's a bunch of records of us sending um one of our federal departments of immigration to out to these new people coming in from germany and overseas and stuff and we will ask them we will say hey this person suspected to be a nazi they go hey are you a nazi uh, are you a former nazi and they say yes and then we go okay um how do you feel and they be like i feel fine and that was the whole interview and they did this with several confirmed nazis and they would yes and then they walk out the door and so she said um no round these motherfuckers up they going to jail so she went and found them after all this time and rounded their ass up and put them in jail right so he had a trial again but this time he was like 90 and the trial wasn't for if he was specifically ivan the terrible it was did you work at these camps if yes go to jail 
and it turns out he yes and he does go to jail but he shows up at the new trial he couldn't he wouldn't even walk into the courtroom they had to wheel him in on a bed he's like 90 or something he's you know oh i can't even see i can't even answer the judge nothing mm-hmm. right and then they wheel him out of the courtroom they caught him on video getting in and out of his car with no assistance later right that's what this reminds me of it's all, long story short that's what this shit reminds me of when i see bill Cosby. i can't even see i was just gonna go on a tour you know uh if 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 there wasn't a lawsuit going on if there wasn't a trial going on harvey weinstein would be out here Walking still around. producing movies right. and being at democratic fundraisers taking pictures with all these famous people and shit yes, sir he would still be just fucking fine it's like once the fucking magic trick is over and we go uh-uh nah you're a monster and you need to face justice oh my back you know doctor say i need a backy out of me <laughs> come on my knees don't work all of a sudden you are like a man that can't see up in jail for rape oh my god think about it guys i mean how was i raping people if i can't even see right now i got bunions how was i raping them women good grief so yeah i, I saw that pathetic shit try to act like he the old man from up nigga you can't fool me <laughs> go to jail terrible i was trying to get one over somebody <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, my back. You know, I can't. Uh, Your Honor, you gotta let me go. I. You're going to jail. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just can't see no more. You're going to jail. I can't. How am I rape people if I can't see them? I mean, you gotta let me go. Um, let's see what else happened. Uh, everybody was mad at Tyler Perry today. What happened? He posted a video on Twitter of um his uh he's he's writing like nine or ten tv shows mm-hmm. and he posts a picture of all the finished scripts mm-hmm. and he says so i don't know if you know this but all shows on tv have a writer's room he said instagram and twitter video shared um showing a stack of scripts and most of the time there are 10 to 12 people or whatever that write on these television shows well i have no writer's room nobody writes any of my work i write it all why am i telling you this i wrote all of these scripts myself by myself in 2019 work ethic and, and i believe that I, oh i don't think the problem is that we don't believe yeah, him there. i i knew that like like <laughs> this, this, he's not telling people nothing that they don't know all jokes aside this is not a shock nor is a surprise and truth be told i don't care yeah i was surprised well i shouldn't say surprised I, I i i it was one of those like these niggas on twitter ain't gonna like this moments but if i'm being real and i am gonna be real these niggas on twitter ain't gonna watch tyler perry shows no it's chicken or egg at this point like you're either not watching because they're bad and, and you know so why would you watch it and he's not making it for you because you ain't watching it right like it's a whole group of ass niggas that are excited and go watch all them shits and you ain't it and it's okay yeah what i thought was funny about it was that people like he should hire some writers and stuff and i always come back to this point so you think tyler perry gonna hire your woke ass to write for him no he gonna hire some people that write like tyler perry they gonna go get some churched up people and they gonna write this shit i don't know why you had this delusion 
that he about to just like put on all your faves and all the talented people like he likes what he likes and let's be frank what he writes is what the fuck people watch yes it's the audience for it i don't know why niggas get mad people are watching the shit he's not writing all those shows just because i'm not calling it high quality no i'm calling it high profitability it's working like you can't be you can't to me personally i shouldn't say you can't uh audience i mean i i can't be mad at this man because i'm not consuming his work i'm like i it ain't for me i know people who who love it and watch all the shows i love people who love it yes sir and i think in a weird way this is emblematic of why and i know it's gonna sound like a stretch but i fucking mean it this is the reason why joe biden is winning right because we don't right. we don't are we done insulated ourselves in this town in 10th ass bubble of people that just like co-signing the same fucking liberal shit over and over and positivity and weird respectability anti-respectability that we do we're not accepting of these this these people right we don't want like they don't fucking exist we don't want them to have a stake in blackness at all and i and it's not and it's fucked up because tyler perry is just this one man who's a mogul and all this shit but there's room and there are other black artists if you don't like this there is way too much black art to consume now it is yes i can't keep up with it and y'all can't either so the 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 way that people act like him being uh having low quality art means that uh nobody else gets a chance that time is over that's not true anymore Mm-mm. everybody writing some shit right now well he need to hire some yep listen your part if you ain't working you ain't working but a lot of people working now yes, a lot more are. people you know and if you write Issa ray type stuff the tyler perry ain't hiring you Mm-mm. you need to be pitching to Issa ray you know what i mean like that's the way the game is um if you want if you want like you're not gonna be judgmental and heavy-handedly against somebody like tyler perry and then have him hire you what the fuck you'd have to have some fucking reverence or respect for what he does to even fucking get in that room you know it's so interesting to see people do that and i'm not like i said i'm not trying to this is not a defense of what he does because i like i said i don't consume it it's not really my thing i get all the arguments against it uh but the point being part of the reason he can post this shit is because y'all ain't finna do shit mm-hmm. he insulated he good he don't need you you ain't been helping you ain't gonna help you he sure? don't need your help that that's the whole point he if i showed this help. same fucking video to my mama you know what my mama would say that's a hard working man yeah goddamn right and that's the whole fucking disconnect in the whole goddamn twitter sphere is that <laughs> we have one set of standards that we think everyone should live by and we're not willing to, to to accept that there's a bunch of people that's like i don't really fuck with that shit like i don't want your highfalutin ass uh atlanta art i don't yeah. want that insecure i don't give a fuck about that and it's so fucking weird because people play both sides of this fence they get mad when jordan pill calls like this is some elevated black shit or whatever we get mad at that but let tyler perry put something out we can't wait to be like that's some common bullshit that is some trash ass black art why is so popular why why he making money <laughs> like he we, touring the fucking country people go down no he touring up north too that nigga touring 
them tyler perry plays are touring all across the country and and going to big time theaters people paying hundreds of dollars for these goddamn tickets somebody's attending it's weird too because people 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 think he shouldn't be proud of that shit and i'm like right. uh but y'all do realize he makes a lot of money and people do watch it i don't know like of course he's proud of it you don't have to be proud of it that's not what pride is about <laughs> it's about him how he feels he feels like god damn i went to work town on this shit you know who else once wrote a script for an entire season of a show and like i want to say it was one or two nights once donald glover i don't know if you remember this but donald glover was um supposed to have a deadpool series coming to fx fx was like they put out a public press statement like yeah so we're gonna not put the series out because donald hasn't written it yet so donald glover literally wrote the whole fucking series all eight episodes that night and put it out on twitter now maybe he had been working on i don't know but he put it out on twitter people read it they're like this is the funniest shit ever we need they need to make this and he just did it to prove i'm fucking talented enough to do it now look maybe it would have came out it would have been horrible and y'all would have been like this is the new tyler perry like this is terrible i don't know but the point being like like some people can do this shit i don't know you know and if it and if people do like his shit what the fuck am i gonna say that's the whole purpose of art you know what i think about when we do this podcast the people that's gonna fuck with it that's the only people i care about right and if you don't you don't i don't care somebody can listen to this i don't like y'all be saying niggas i don't like to just you know it's too liberal i don't like this hey dog i made it for my fault i don't like your accents i don't know what to tell you my nigga right this show ain't for you i want you talking to npr voice you know Mm -mm. like yeah that's and i like that's the part about tyler perry that i do love because mm-hmm. i i'm telling you i don't really fuck with his art like that i watch boo Medea, and i watch yeah, them, Madea, them boo Medeas is my jam i'm not gonna lie i like those i watched that one with taraji p henson acrimony that she was fucking hilarious in the why did i get married 45 yes i'm probably gonna watch that one with that nigga with that fucked up hair that's coming to netflix i don't know what the fuck he was thinking with that shit oh god that shit (laughs) that shit looks amazing i'm going to watch it and laugh and a lot of black critics are gonna watch it and roast it and that's fine they're roastable movies yes just understand that click that dollar is still about to help it is what it is you about to marvel at the next black panther that's gonna be shot there like it's just i think people just need to accept i don't know the anger is just fucking i don't know how you're not exhausted come on from being angry at this man for 20 years now it's over he won (laughs) oh man it was just so funny watching everybody go off i was like nigga it's over for this people bringing up old shit well one time he didn't yeah man well it's 2020 now he's fine okay well he doesn't want to pay writers does he not want to pay writers or does he is he a control freak that doesn't want their fucking input like normal ass this is normal ass people that have the same issue where they don't want his shit from nobody call it a flaw call it what you will i call it his right because that motherfucker won he's right he already what are we arguing about he already proved his point 
it's this is the studio that that medea built dog he proved his point there is no arguing with what he does at this point it worked you could be like i don't like the method that it worked nigga it worked and it's still working you just gonna be mad forever okay good you're right moving on uh pastor john gray skips church at the eviction reports uh pastor john gray was a no-show in his mega church on sunday just days after it was reported that step, their steps were being taken to evict the house of worship in south carolina but he was there in spirit when a video showed him from a remote location like a hostage delivering a defiant <laughs> delivering a defiant message of reassurance to his congregation and apparent uncertainty uh amid, oh, oh so we we just showing up and you're not here the balls on the door what's what's up what's up with this this nigga holding up a newspaper with today's date on it amid apparent uncertainty surrounding the future of relentless church so this nigga pulled a summer walk in like instagram lived into the uh arena like how's that work without going too deep into details gray calmly explained on the video that his absence was pre-planned before there was a, a setup with a camera to serve papers to the church it was unclear what setup gray was referring to but on thursday the redemption church which owns the property that relentless church has been leasing filed documents in court to seek eviction the start of a process that could but hasn't yet lead to serving eviction papers to a tenant oh do you sound like a hustler you can't serve me if i ain't at the church they gonna have to deliver a pizza or some shit to get him uh yeah pizza uh just sign here you've been served you've been served get the fuck out the church the redemption church has alleged a breach of lease centering on a sports and fitness center on the property used by relentless church um incurring a debt that redemption said it was forced to take on to avoid going into foreclosure so he built he built a fitness center on the church and went in and it cost so much that the fucking church that he that actually owns the property redemption had to take on the debt to stop the property from being foreclosed why yeah, yeah y'all got to go yeah yeah we want our money or y'all got to go this is really like i put an airbnb out and i come back and y'all ass done added a fucking deck to my <laughs> house oh you got a whole ass pool in the backyard Dude, right. pool, this fucking pool damn what you added a whole wing extension to the house the fuck is this sunday marked the first time the pastor had publicly spoken about the controversy in public if you hadn't been buying lamborghinis are you gonna finish financing the center mm. We have paid what we owe according to our agreement and everything is going to be shared at the right time through the proper legal channels. Mm. Oh, don't you love when a man of the Lord becomes a man of the motherfucking briefcase? Yeah, the <laughs> repo, repo man going to get that car, baby. God told me to wait until the trial to tell you guys what's going on, guys. I just legally, you know, I got to let God do what he do, but I got to let my lawyer do what he do, okay? Uh... <laughs> he's vehemently defended his association with the president donald trump but until then we the relentless church will continue to have service and we will maintain the moral high ground the fuck you is i i padlock that motherfucker up you ain't getting this bitch I, he thought he was donald trump thinking you can go into debt on a business deal and keep moving that's for mm-hmm. whites come on that's whites only uh he said they will provide receipts of payment 
he went on to say greatly grieved that there would be anyone or any spirit that would seek to harm a church open to the in the name of jesus <laughs> chances are he was talking about ron carpenter a pastor who owns the same redemption church that filed court papers in an apparent effort to begin eviction proceedings against relentless so what i'm just supposed to go into debt because you decide because god uh the greenville news reporter last week Greg unsuccessfully tried to arrange new agreements, ultimately leaving Relentless Church on a month-to-month lease that expired as soon as it turned 2020 next last week. And that, in turn, prompted Redemption Church to file the papers on Thursday. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> in the video, he explained he wasn't there because he he could so he could take a necessary day with my bride to build my marriage so that it can be healthy and vibrant. Mm-mm. y'all knew them people was coming and y'all <laughs> made sure y'all wasn't there that's what that was nigga you supposed to be working with your bride before that cheating what happened to them days you ain't taking no days off before this apparently not Mm-mm-mm. yeah so um Mm-mm-mm. this man y'all but what can i say y'all still people still going to that church Still, people still going to that church. That's wild, man. They don't get padlocked and all. They still gonna be there believing. Like, what is? What is? Man, I wonder what make people go to a mega church where the dude is just obviously on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. We about to get evicted. Mm-mm. Man, Mm-mm-mm. they about to have to start making cutbacks. Y'all ain't gonna get no Sunday supper no more. Mm-mm. Is it gonna go down to one service mm-hmm. versus the five? Oh no, they're gonna have the the five services, but it's gonna be mostly collections. <laughs> Pass the plate <laughs> one more time. Now this is our offering for the third time because last time is a little light. I feel like there's more. Jesus is telling me there's more in your pockets. Okay, you worried about the rent. Okay, but what about your spiritual space in heaven that's the only rent you need to be paying okay they about to foreclose on your soul i worry about that i worry about that when i get there my bill is paid up there down here is i still owe the housing association of heaven needs all they do okay so pass on that plate all right now i know it's hard to focus when i'm coming at you live on skype <laughs> i right. might be breaking up is this thing on because i'm not seeing enough money maybe it's just my camera on my laptop we did pay the wi-fi bill but that's the one bill we did make this month we got the super high speed internet and i'm not seeing enough money in these coffers okay let's one more offering let's go around play one more selection from the choir and we're gonna do another offering on top of the last offering okay then i'm gonna go ahead and do my sermon and then we're gonna do the benediction offering okay mm-hmm. we're gonna do, we're gonna do that offering uh, <laughs> we're gonna do that uh, we're gonna be taking offerings in sunday school okay we're gonna take several of those some of y'all kids got lunch money why you ain't on reduce a free lunch okay the lord will provide yes he will a peanut butter sandwich even if you got peanut butter allergies lick the someone give give to somebody to lick the peanut butter off you just eat the bread okay eat the corners all right now let's go ahead pass that plate around one more time come on man that's so well yet you know somebody out there like it somebody out there like you know what they gonna need my help this week i'm gonna have to go ahead and uh 
cut my <laughs> strip short tsp said say the title of the sermon went devil never pay the bills i mean never pay the bills the devil issues mm-hmm. no we ain't gonna never pay the bills lord you to do what the lord wants you to do like those of you who realize that that the lord wants you to give generously into his church Amen. don't ask no questions don't ask how come oh, 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 why come the pastor have to have him a nice house why come a, a pastor got to have a nice car don't ask i said don't ask i said don't ask no questions just give the money Get it around on that side. Nigga, get it around on that side. We gonna now have a, a beat selection from the choir. I, I honestly, I would rather y'all give money to Tyler Perry than this. That's that's how bad this is. Um, <laughs> a man unhappy with his son's haircut shoots a barber. Texas police say. Oh, a detective said the shooting was one of the worst I've heard. The suspect may have fled in a four-door gray sedan. He was really pissed about that haircut, apparently. Mm-hmm. Police in Texas were searching Monday for dudes, a man. They, I, you know, from my understanding, you talk about dudes take their haircuts really seriously, and they don't want you fucking it up. Yeah, maybe he caught the um, barber cheating. He came in and was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he was like, what the hell's going on? What the hell is going on <laughs> beneath the clippers in my home? Come on. Wait a minute, let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right police in texas were searching uh um, so in that chair and i don't want to wait <laughs> <laughs> oh man i know but like what the hell is going on mm-hmm. then you're gonna have uh it's gonna switch to trapped in the barbershop come on trapped in the barbershop <laughs> <laughs> oh man police in texas were searching monday for a man who they say shot a barber during a dispute over his 13 year old son's haircut oh his son's haircut okay so it wasn't his haircut his son got a fucked up oh you fucked my baby's haircut father of the year he didn't want to wait the two weeks for it to grow back the suspect may have fled the scene in a in a suburban did the baby have to run too shit uh in a, a honda accord Oh, did little baby there? I mean, the baby wasn't prepared for daddy to be get the cap, and you, the baby, just getting a haircut. Yeah, they didn't say if he took his son. The incident began when the man. Hey, you know, at least he was in his child's life. Okay. No, we're they, not gonna go there. No. <laughs> but that's how low the fucking body is. Yeah, he shot somebody, but at least he was there. The incident began when the man. Fuck that! I'd rather you not be there, daddy. Not be there. This is if a kid with a man complained to the barber that his son's haircut was done improperly and then decided to go home. Harris County Sheriff's Office Detective Wallace Wise said. But the man later returned to the barbershop. Oh, so he took the baby home. After the fucked up haircut. Then he returned and he agreed. And, oh, and he must have came with the kid because he said the barber agreed to cut, fix the haircut for free. Right. Okay, then what's the problem? Then an altercation ensued before 5 p.m. The employee was shot three times and was listed in stable condition. What? After he agreed to recut the baby hair? Yeah. Now now everybody waiting to get their hair cut. That's a fucking crime scene. Now you're a witness. Right. You don't fuck everybody's hair cut. 
I mean, you don't fucked everybody's uh, day yeah. up. I'm the next man in the fucking chair now. I'm a witness to a goddamn right. attempted murder. I mean, it's bad enough. I gotta hear Jimbo in the corner who won't never get a fucking haircut argue fucking LeBron James and right. and Michael Jordan all goddamn day. Now I'm witness to gunshots. What about the rest of his customers? Now they gotta find a new barber for till he heal up. Right. If he ever cut the same. If he ever cuts the same. Investigators have identified a man thought to be involved. The sheriff's department said in a statement, no charges have been filed okay and officials asked the man to contact investigators to directly tell his version of what transpired <laughs> his version it's one of the worst ones i heard uh why i said it's shooting especially with your son sitting there witnessing what you're doing damn man what lesson that that child is gonna cut they sell, cut their hair bald for the rest of their life daddy i do it myself Fuck i don't it. I, i'm, I'm I never going to the barber shop again i'm perfectly good okay? somebody said barber shop that baby gonna start screaming and run out the room and then he finished fixing the haircut and then they had a fight and then he got shot like what what would be the point of that or did he fuck it up mid fade if he did he defeated the point yeah i hope nobody was in the chair while he was about to get shot because you know that person would be like nah i gotta be back to work at 1 30 you gonna something go, something gonna happen so you go ahead and, and finish cutting my hair and he's just i'm bleeding call the cops okay well if i lay on the ground next to you then you can like just line me up real quick man just a little bit i, I got to go i already gave you my 15 man i'm, I'm i mean come on you want this tip or not man I'm, i gotta go on date with my girl Mm-hmm. or even worse he cutting your hair while he about to get shot and you just sitting there praying that this motherfucker cannot get shot before you finish your hair. I know. Oh. Near, 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 near. What the no, fuck is this? No, nigga, I said, look, motherfucker, look, hey, listen, I cut the boy hair now. What the fuck else you want from me? Oh, what you gonna do with that? Well, go ahead and shoot then, bitch. Go ahead and get some stuff. Hey, man, come on, man. Maybe if I'm just real quiet, he won't stop cutting my hair. <laughs> right. Cause they always love to stop cutting your hair in the middle of the. Than the, talking and arguing yeah. and shit you be like you look you need to learn how to multitask nigga it's like no nah, nigga fuck that fuck that shit hold up man now hold on you ain't gonna disrespect me i'm like bro please i know the near. i already don't want an angry man cutting my hair come on like i already don't like this is already a problem mm. that's why you're like fuck it i just learned how to cut my own shit damn tragic at least nobody died hopefully hopefully right um you know actually i had a i went to um i went to the post office today and mm-hmm. uh the post office lady was hyping me up it was fun oh shit what happened remember i told you about that post office lady that uh when i mailed off everybody's uh christmas card yes she asked cards, about the show she was like well the black guy tells and i gave her a card and all this stuff mm-hmm. so um i went back a while ago to mail some stuff but she wasn't there mm-hmm. and then i went in today and she was working and she uh see me come in and there was a i have my headphones in and there was a lady in front of me that i thought was in line but she was still like rapping whatever it was she was sitting there mm-hmm. and she was like you can go and i took my headphones out she was like you can go ahead and go i'm not in line i was like oh okay my bad i have my headphones in my bad and she was like it's all right and so i got in front of that lady another black lady and then the woman that works there she was like girl you know who you talking to that's the black man who tip <laughs> yes black man <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know me i was just like you know hey what's up she was like go and tell her who she talking to now and i was like uh just just you know i just smiled and just kept it at that you know i was too embarrassed to say anything oh uh, 
and then the uh, other one was like well he didn't because I, I i think that woman just talks to everybody in there yes she is one of those people that you can like tell me yes everybody knows her mm-hmm. well not even like you like she she really at least from a few couple times i've been uh-huh. in there she really seems like outgoing and she has basically people that come in there frequently she she really like makes them feel welcomed and right like another dude came in and just had to drop a package off and she was like no no you ain't gonna speak on the way out or whatever he's like oh this good scene y'all be safe you know so she's one of those people right which is so funny because the post office gets such a shitty rap and everybody acts like it's the dmv and everybody in there hates life and right. and at least for this lady in this post office uh which is i think is now the only post office i'm going to because mm-hmm. so it was so fun in there but yes she she's the complete opposite of that you know um and it just makes it you know and, and then to makes be, it a pleasant experience yeah and to be frank most of the time when i go to the post office is at least cordial and in most cases like good mm-hmm. and in this case it's extremely like this is extreme good yeah so. it just sound like this is what she does so she probably have a regular people that mail shit up all the time right, right? um but yeah and so after she was like uh you know it's the black man who tip or whatever tell her who you are or whatever i was like you know just smile shaking my head and then uh the woman that i had that had let me go in front of her in line was like well he didn't tell me all that uh she was like but i know his beard game tight no. hey i, I said, I said I, in my head i was like gas me up sis <laughs> uh i bought a thousand stamps please let me get a thousand dollars worth of stamps right now keep the post office in in business, business right around here, don't want y'all to die it was uh well yeah that was funny uh just a little anecdote then i went to office depot and i was buying another calendar mm-hmm. and i bought some uno i bought uno cards because i realized the other day we don't have no uno cards in this house what and if they if we do they might be in that truck in there but i'm okay, like i'm not bl- digging in there a black house and no uno cards is not black mm-hmm. at all uh, uno cards and uh red deck and the blue deck are uh regnoma cards and so um so uh i was doing that and i was trying to buy another office chair um okay because the one i have in there it works but it but it, it and it's very comfortable and stuff but sometimes the the thing on the bottom it like loses air and then you have to pump it back up okay. and, or whatever so i went to go buy a new one right the office depot office max the office max is the ghetto i'm sorry the ghetto. it is we might have to go somewhere else the then. ghetto i went search no customer service oh no oh no like two people in the whole store maybe three you're gonna be wandering around forever i picked out like the there's chairs and on the side of the chairs they have like a little number thing like you take the car almost like toys r us Mm -hmm. and you take it up to the front and you know that's where you buy it and you can be like okay i also want y'all to put it together that's an extra fee all that stuff yes and normally you have to come back in a day or two to get it i'll go up there with the intention of doing that this motherfucking um office depot like office max first of all i had to sign up for the rewards card why right bitch i just wanted to buy the chair there was a line um up there and i was like fourth or fifth in line right and clearly more than one person can handle it so this woman came over and she started doing one of the registers and it got to the point where i was like the second or last i was the sec. there were two more people in line it was me and a woman after me man that woman that was working there in the extra register to help clear out the line smiled at me and everything and then as soon as it was my turn walked off and did something else i was like okay so then the brother that was there 
he took care of me after he got done and uh he was like uh scanned the card for the chair he was like okay according to this we got one more in stock and he said let me go check and he asked the one behind me you mind if i go check and she was like i i guess i mean what the fuck choice i got he was like sorry we're a little understaffed i guess he had to literally go in the back and look mm-hmm. comes back five minutes later yeah man it say we got one in stock but i couldn't find one so it could be the display chair or i said well can you send me the display chair right well i don't know if we're gonna get any more in stock i'm like well nigga that's not my fault yes and y'all had like 12 pieces of paper in the side of this chair that said y'all had them <laughs> Come on. so what the fuck why wasn't there only one in there or none <laughs> and so i'm not even joking it's like he did a jedi mind trick on me because he was like yeah well the closest one we got is at east independence which nigga i'm not going I'm to east not independence the fuck i'm right over there on the other side of town pole yeah at five at, no and then i gotta go pick it up there too are you serious he's like the closest one we got is at east independence uh, that's similar he didn't even say the same chair or same price that's similar and it was a good price and so i was like so uh he was like but i can ring up the uno cars in the calendar and i said okay I'll go ahead and ring it up and then he was like yeah and i said so what about the chair he was like yeah we don't we don't have it i said well do y'all have any of the chairs i mean we got some back there i'm like well niggas like the fuck is happening with this transaction right now i was like so i guess i gotta come back for the chair he was like yeah man you know just come back and and look through them i'm like nigga i did that's the fucking point he jedi mind tricked me i was in my car like what happened <laughs> it's like he just said these are not the chairs you're looking for and i was like these are not, not the, the chairs, chairs i'm Mm-mm. looking for i'm not looking for those chairs you just want a calendar and some uno cards i just wanted a calendar and some uno cards and that's what you purchased and walked out and was like hey i think i've been tricked uh it was i went from the immediate high of the black man who tips in here <laughs> to uh these are not the chairs you're looking for <laughs> i was like damn nigga fuck my whole day up oh we have to find somewhere else dear yeah i'll figure something out on the chair front but that that nigga was i'm like man and we bought chairs there before with no problem and i know what it was he didn't want to walk his black ass back there again right because my my whole thing was like well then nigga listen i am next in line i waited all my time to get my black ass up here everybody's and behind me gonna have to goddamn wait since your friend over there act like she don't fucking want to help you that's not my problem either and the other thing was that the woman behind me was it was a black woman and when he left like she had like um <laughs> this is such a weird thing too i was checking out and she goes how much you get was that calendar and i was like the the day calendar is like i don't know like 15 dollars maybe psh, oh. and like he was standing there when she did this, she's like oh psh, uh psh uh i'm gonna go to the dollar store and i'm gonna go to the dollar store i said okay cool <laughs> I, I i won't be paying no 15 okay damn like i get it sis i speak this i know what you're saying better you, you than too me too much money yeah better you than me i, I almost flex- I, I guess we we, we mix mix screws mix duck flossy floss over there i almost flexed on her like well that's why i'm writing it off with my business account but i was just like i can't flex on a 15 dollar calendar i i need this specific calendar this is a close place try to support these local businesses and shit god damn just right you're like do i need to take my black ass online right and then when he asked could he go look back at the chair asked her i'm like nigga what the fuck what if she said no now nah, i just well i can't even look for you player good luck i mean y'all don't got no phone ain't nobody ass back there but you give it a hey bob is there the fucking chair back there here's the code can you see it it was a goddamn ghetto it was honestly 
I felt like that whole ordeal was written by Tyler Perry. That's what it felt like. I said, Tyler Perry wrote this in one day. And I just went and got in the car. Was the dude light skinned? I mean, you dark skinned it. No, no, he was the same skin tone as me. Went to Livingstone, graduated in 2014. Dog, how you get all this information? Because people fucking talk to me when I have my headphones in because they just don't give a fuck. <laughs> I got one of them faces, apparently. Everybody, like, here's my life story. Now, I can see if I knew that information, because you know people tell me that shit. I didn't ask. I'd be like, yeah, they got three kids, they mopped that, you know. I didn't ask for shit. He said something about my Fayetteville State hat, then he went to Livingstone, then he uh, graduated 2014, won't know when I graduated, and then he said, uh, did, did, he, did, I didn't get the chair, is the point. I didn't get the fucking chair do that I came there for. Do we need to go to Amazon today and pay for them to assemble the shit? Baby, he said, well, you know you can go on Office Max online. I said, are they going to put the chair together? He was like, yeah, you can get it put together and everything. I said, okay, well, but like, why you can't just do that here? Why we can't just, we, I'm at the place. Don't this motherfucking place be going out of business. Don't you want my fucking money? That's why Amazon keep winning. Right, because I'm going to pay Amazon. Amazon going to come here, knock on the door, put the shit together, and leave. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, uh, I forgot what I was going to do. <laughs> was it the... Uh, After you've been Jedi mind tricked? Yeah, it had nothing to do with nothing. I don't, I don't even know how I got on that. Um, uh, we, all right, let's, let's move <laughs> in there. 140, we can go ahead and do guest race, I guess. Um oh i guess we really shouldn't know we really should talk about okay you know maybe mm-hmm. we talk about trump with ray she she she's real she's very politically open and minded so maybe if she can make it tomorrow we'll do the trump stuff okay we can just do guest the race today now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read to play news arcs from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is a stone cold racist all right let's get into guest the race guys today's guest the race brought to you by office max no we ain't got it we ain't got it my nigga <laughs> no it's not in stock <laughs> uh, burger king employee arrested for pulling a gun on a customer over an incorrect order oh shit turnabout is fair play i say uh burger king worker started her 2020 behind bars after getting arrested for allegedly pulling a gun on a customer who complained about her drive-thru order in tennessee mm. yes you won't be getting it your way I guess you won't. It definitely wasn't one of them impossible burgers. Because they had some beef. You ain't got to worry about the king. The king, bitch, I'm the queen. <laughs> the burger queen? Yes. came to burger king and found herself in a pickle oh 
<laughs> she was like ain't nobody gonna believe this they gonna think i'm telling a whopper <laughs> uh she then uh so yeah she uh according to the police odario moore williams 38 oh okay began cursing and yelling at the customer after she entered the restaurant to inquire about her food order being wrong a witness told police moore williams then took out a gun and pointed at the customer you do not see it that way often they they getting tired of y'all coming in and acting like a motherfucking fool for for real and posting shit on twitter and poking fun at them i bet somebody say i wish a motherfucker would the joke's on you ha ha bitch put that on twitter i seen that i seen the popeyes video right you want the smoke bruv (laughs) no act like you got some goddamn sense Mm mm-hmm that's funny because you know when people fast food order messed up they get that righteous indignation and they think they can just go in there and tell them minimum wage slaves anything they want but they pull out that money that gun hey girl i just wanted to let you girls know that i'm a real messy bitch i'm a messy bitch who lives for drama mm-hmm. don't think mm-hmm. that don't think other fast food workers didn't see how y'all treated them popeye employees and joked and laughed right. and picked at them they was like the fuck you ain't gonna do that to me try me bitch today Mm-hmm. I'm finna kill you. I'm finna drill you. And now you bleeding. When I shoot you in your neck, the noise don't play. Mm-hmm. They were like, here's some hot bullet with these hot ass fries. <laughs> Try me, bitch. Hey! Can I ask you a question? No. <laughs> no. No. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, uh, she then was reportedly seen putting the gun in a bag and handing it to an unidentified person in the parking lot of the restaurant. <laughs> and she came with some dude dirt. Motherfuckers like, uh, you need me to go we ahead and get you. rid of the evidence? They weren't even in uniform. They were already ready. Shortly after Moore Williams was taken into custody, a charge of aggravated assault. Burger King spokesman said in a statement, We take the safety and security of everyone in our restaurants very seriously. We know you don't. No, you ain't got to lie. You ain't got to lie. You this behavior does not reflect our expectations Mm-mm. for Burger King restaurants. You ain't got to lie. You ain't got to lie. Because if that woman would have crossed the counter and whooped her ass, you would have expected her to stand there and do nothing. But yet you had somebody that was like, Oh, you want to act a fool, bitch? Here's a blend in the background. But you know what, though? I think they are telling the truth they don't expect this type of behavior from their employees like no we expect you to get your ass whooped now right well we do nothing and we don't protect you and we don't stand up for you because the customer is always right Mm -hmm. i guess you're gonna have these hands your way uh but yeah so um well guess the race karen of this uh burger king employee oh black okay all right she was terminated for the job by the way in case y'all needed that i know she was okay <laughs> uh, i was like we can't have you doing this ma'am let's see what the chat room believes uh <laughs> the ghetto a negro black and not so mild flame bro black smoke bruv it was <laughs> <laughs> It was a Burger King, not King, black, Burger King, not King. Uh, since you know so damn much, you can just kitchen and make it black. <laughs> hey, this is what happened when you don't have McDonald's money. 
<laughs> come on you gotta go to burger king this is a third strike black black is the butt of the gun tyler perry wrote this character you <laughs> <laughs> now come on rich around this counter and see what i'm gonna do to you <laughs> that's not <laughs> Medea works at burger king come over here and get the capping bitch <laughs> how do y'all not love this ignorant ass shit it's so good stop having them expectations y'all y'all right okay. lower them blacker than a charbro whopper black she had a pot of hot grits waiting on the grill black yep uh everybody went black and well everyone you got it correct hopefully my screen won't freeze this time uh it's been happening the last couple of days um but i just put a picture up it might take a second to uh populate um on the screen let's give it a little bit i think it's working it is it's just slow but slow okay that's her Wait, did it pop up oh, yep there you go it's just yeah she she does not look too worried about that shit at all she like i said one more bitch come up in this <laughs> this burger king <laughs> they catching some hot slugs oh yeah oh yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that she 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 was fed up with y'all one million hands served okay come on uh all right let's go to the next one guys keeping it in the same genre of uh fast food a florida woman was arrested for threatening to get mcdonald's sauce by any means necessary was it a hot mustard uh listen okay now i'm on front with that hot mustard <sighs> they the only place that sells it too and it is the fucking best a florida woman was arrested for threatening to rob a mcdonald's because they did not serve dipping sauce along with her food mcguire marie mclaughlin 19 okay was denied condiment the condiment at a mcdonald's in vero reach florida last week and pledged to obtain the dipping sauce by whatever means necessary according to a police court um you know what's funny is i do hate when the motherfuckers get stingy like they are mr mcdonald the fuck is this <laughs> i don't know why i know i didn't order nuggets i don't give a fuck drop the sauce in there it's the one time that i really do be like for real you just go wow you, you you know they sell us in a fucking 24 pack and i don't ever you know i never get disrespectful i never raise my voice right, i never get belligerent annoying. but i absolutely will make them use my card for that 35 cent i absolutely I, will i will ignore the fuck out of him. it's 25 cent here you go be like y'all run, run this card because i know it costs you more than it's gonna cost me go ahead and run it yep because mm-hmm. now you gotta incur that fee as a dollar right next since you want to be the fucking employee of the month <laughs> this motherfucker and then they get annoyed they be like some of them are like fuck it right yep, they'll give it to right. you right because i want you gonna make it inconvenient because most people say oh no i want the bitch here you go and i will and i sometimes i legitimately feel bad because i'm not one of them people that like i'll say i want the sauce right i'm not one of those people that do the like now that i'm at the drive through window give me the sauce but occasionally i do forget and i'm like fuck i want that hot hot mustard hey man let me give a hot mustard oh they be like i'll be like come on bro please it's not even that big a deal well technically it's always like some manager technically we have to charge okay well cool bro run run my car whatever you need to do we and they surprised when you pay a lot of times right. like fuck it i'll pay if you're gonna make a big ass ordeal about sometimes it. i pull the change out ahead of time like hey just hey, what is it 35 cent just take it let's go um but yeah anyway 
the fragments allegedly took place about 4 a.m on new year's day when police arrived to witness oh Mc- shit the new year just started cranking new year new sauce uh mclaughlin was yelling profanities at the drive-thru because she claimed she did not receive all of her food the employee advised mclaughlin that dipping sauce costs 25 cents mclaughlin further stated that she would be getting the sauce by whatever means necessary however could not specify what she meant by that mcdonald's employees said they feared for their safety you didn't fear for your safety (laughs) you know how i know you didn't fear for your safety because you didn't give her 25 cents worth of sauce you know if someone truly made you feel threatened for your safety and the difference between them fucking you up and you going home unscathed was a 25 cent dipping sauce you just give them the sauce you give them a hundred fucking sauces okay i'm not dying over sauce over 25 cents uh mclaughlin was taken into custody for disorderly conduct she needed she needed to be placed in the mechanical restraints by arresting officers because she kept locking her legs refusing to walk forward she also said they also said she smelled of alcohol what now that's the shocking part right. she was released later that day after posting bond because she had more than enough money for bond and more than 25 cents for sauce i'm imagine, imagining can i guess the race of mcguire marie mclaughlin black okay let's check the chat room see what they believe um dipping sauce mayonnaise white the only seasoning white people know is sauces saucy sauce susan white <laughs> saucy sauce susan dry dripping sauce and popping black. <laughs> black uh skate scottish white woman drinking off scotch she needed to pull a gun to get no condiments white shit the employees got guns too now be a whole motherfucking shootout no mention of her being tased white a hot-headed mcnigger oh no <laughs> you got that mcnuggets loving white uh let me speak to your manager and the owner didn't get killed and had bond money white white girl wasted hot sauce to go white and white everybody most people guess white on this karen and a few other people did guess black and karen mm-hmm. you and those few other people you got it wrong oh oh damn uh so the guy people who guess white all of y'all got it right i thought she had a very white sounding name so uh what was it like something mcguire marie mclaughlin sounds like three different whites <laughs> not three Just different ones meshed into one white on white on white like i'm surprised as matthew mcconaughey would say all white all white all white uh ah! all right let's go to the bonus round <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. Uh, so far, Karen is one and one. But let's see if uh, Karen uh, can get the last one right. I'm gonna try. All right. Um, a bank customer made a large withdrawal then the teller of the at the bank went to their home to rob them what 
mm-hmm. that's correct nathan michael newell 19 forced his way into a customer's home and assaulted a 78 year old man who answered the door a maryland bank customer made a large withdrawal then the teller from his the bank came to their home and forced his way inside an attempted robbery nathan michael newell uh 19 of bel-air about 27 miles northeast of baltimore was arrested at his home on wednesday and faces charges of home invasion robbery burglary and assault uh november 11th around 8 30 p.m newell rang the doorbell at a home in bel-air and immediately began assaulting a 78 year old man who answered the door a woman 57 who was in the home intervened uh authorities said in a press release posted on facebook at that time the suspect ran upstairs and the second resident ran to a nearby home to call 911 newell fled the home before officers arrived but that was taken into custody days later the woman was treated at the home for injuries and the man was hospitalized for what authorities believe are non-life-threatening injuries the baltimore sun reports that the man suffered heart issues after the attack and a broken leg and bruises near his eye mm. investigators learned that one of the residents had removed a large amount of money from the bank where newell worked according to the baltimore sun citing court documents newell said he tried to rob the customer for the money because he was tired of working two jobs and wanted to get his own place the outlet says ah! he worked at freedom federal credit union and was fired following the incident yes sir well you know he's just a socialist he don't work like that. that's the way it works on twitter karen we're gonna kill all the rich people take their money and then we're gonna have the money it don't work like that power to the people we are shocked and appalled to hear the events that led to the assault and injury of a longtime member of the credit union our thoughts go out to him and his family during this difficult time said michael mcpherson the credit union's president and ceo newell's being held in uh without bail in, in jail uh he does not that is not a uh, list of 34 what's his name again his name is nathan michael newell nathan michael newell i'm mm-hmm. gonna go black karen's going black let's check the chat room nathan michael newell nathan michael newell, nathan michael newell. white karen's there's some, going like white. three okay. white names nathan michael okay. yeah that's white okay karen's going white let's check the chat room fresh white prince of bel-air black hood rat black this nigga lost his first good job black well you got your own place now a jail cell black i guarantee you he's splitting that now this is a story all about how i tried to flip this old white man for his money black uh the fresh nigga of bill <laughs> uh wiles fargo white bank to prison pipeline oh he the only bank he the only bank in america has been locked up white they don't hire 19 year old niggas at banks <laughs> deductive reasoning over there living in his mama basement white nathan got nathan black nathan michael is a caucasian the correct answer is and they were all great guesses karen went with white many of you went with black and karen got it correct all three of them sound like first names i was like that's white that's a good point uh many of you missed it kind of look like white boy rick to me 
you want me to do that can i rob some <laughs> oh wait it didn't even come on dad hold on let me see if i can uh get it on screen I'm never sorry. seen that move but i fucking always was they gotta play the hell out of that clip yeah around the people dead we'll be like ye. come on what do it for me dead <laughs> oh man uh let me see if it'll come up this time <clears throat> he looked almost asleep he probably on some drugs or maybe they came and got him in the middle of the day or something he just looked yeah, like rob that dude for all that money didn't get shot like you need a nap beating up old people must take a lot of energy out of you oh okay all right like post malone without tattoos on the face yeah coming to your house with the bullshit um <clears throat> all right so we're ratching this time guys let's see what we got here uh i'm sorry waiting on it to load um a man cut another man with a samurai sword in a fight main police say a man drew a samurai sword on another man during a fight cut the victim's arm uh police were say they were called to a high school parking oh wait we did this one we did this one okay yeah i remember that high school parking lot shit because i was like the fuck kind of fighting the greasers like what the fuck <laughs> kind of outsiders ass fight is this a woman hits a man with a toy sword during domestic dispute there's no such thing as a toy sword maria shaw <laughs> of milford was arrested in, on sunday december 22nd after milford police responded to a domestic violence call in cindy circle shaw attacked allegedly struck a man with a toy sword during an argument while he was holding a child shaw was for, charged with disorderly conduct and released on a promise to appear ticket she clearly must be white because i mean come on y'all the child they would try to get you buddy. on child endangerment or something Mm-mm-mm. all right y'all that's it for today's episode thank you so much for listening everybody i hope you guys enjoyed this one uh, Me too. a lot less uh emotion this time you know what no happiness and fun is an emotion too so it is hopefully you guys enjoyed this one a little bit lighter fare we'll be back tomorrow if everything goes right knock on wood we should be recording uh tomorrow night with ray sani um if, if you know if not we'll still find something to do it'll mm-hmm. be okay we'll we'll get you guys something but you know our goal is to have ray sani on so all right y'all we'll talk to y'all uh soon until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.